and welcome back to Pop Topic. We're here to discuss the latest news for whatever is trending online or anywhere in the news station. I'm your host, Quentin Phillipson, and to help break everything down for the fourth week of February 2021 is our co-host, Tristan Phillipson. How are you doing this week? Doing good, man. Doing good. So anything new, Tristan? It's been a good eight days since we've last spoke. I worked uh, like five 12-hour shifts this week, so I did nothing but work pretty much. And the day I had off was my mom's birthday, so I spent the entire day preparing for that. So I haven't done much. Well, you know, yeah, working, celebrating birthday, not too bad. Better than just having my life and just sit on a couch and do nothing. That's fair. That's fair. Well, and nothing really going on on my end either. I've been watching a bunch of Disney movies because we're doing a Disney ranking in a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm trying to watch all those. I just watched Wreck-It Ralph last night, and as soon as this podcast is over, um, literally as soon as it's over, once Andrew comes home, we're watching Wreck-It Ralph 2, baby. Wreck-It Ralph is a good movie. I watched one over the summer, and after having not seen it since it first came out, it's a good movie. I like that one. Yeah, I really liked it. I just watched it last night. I always think I liked the movie. But I knew I liked it for yeah. sure, but I, I forgot how much I love Vanellope. Vanellope steals the show. She's amazing. Um, for me, I'm 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 a bigger Ralph fan. I I I really like Ralph. Yeah. I, I think Vanellope's awesome. Hey, I like Vanellope too. But I think uh, Ralph's storyline of villain to hero is really fun. I think it's a yeah. That's, the whole movie's just yeah. fun. I love the villain support group. That's just hilarious. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, no, it's a very fun movie, and uh, we'll watch the second one and see if it's just as fun. I I don't remember the second one much. I remember kind of enjoying the second one, but everyone else keeps saying how bad the second one was. I'm like, man, maybe I should rewatch this. I don't remember it being like terrible, terrible. Everyone else. Like, oh, really? It's like the complete opposite with me. Uh, I remember. The second one being god-awful. Like, I genuinely think it's one of the worst Disney films ever. So I'm hoping this rewatch changes my mind. Uh, but I just told my film club, like, a few hours ago, I was like, you guys are all on the same page, right? We all agree Wreck-It Ralph 2 is the fucking worst. And they're all like, no, it's good. It's really good. And I was like, oh, oh wait, maybe I'm yeah. wrong. I remember, I remember, like, I don't, like, love it. Like, you know, like, I love the, both the Frozen movies and Wreck-It Ralph and Zootopia and everything. But, like... I don't remember loving it, but I'm like, yeah, that was, that was, that was pretty solid. And hey, all like Hayden and Jada and all my friends are like, no, it's terrible. It's like it's the worst like recent Disney movie by far. Yeah, yeah. And ma- maybe that's where I got the vibe that it sucked because I believe me and Andrew took Hayden and Jada to watch it. Oh, okay. I think that's what we did. And after the movie, I didn't like it, but I didn't say anything because I thought the kids would have liked it, and I like it was a treat for them. And I was like, oh well. That was great, right? You guys liked it. And they were both like, eh, it sucked. I was like, oh, good. All right. Whew, I'm on the yeah, same page. Yeah, I know. Hey, number, yeah, even did. I think they're one of them. Like, they don't like it at all. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe and that's I guess, where I got I that. feel like the ending was a little unsatisfying. I don't think the villain, if you can even call it a villain, oh. isn't particularly cool. Oh, yeah. No, um, the ending very much sucks. Yeah. And I know, like, I know Hayden in particular really cares about that. He really likes, like, an epic conclusion. I agree. Showdown sort of thing. Oh, man. And I, get, like, I like that too, but, like, I don't hinder a movie on that as much as he does for sure. In fairness, I will say, I actually think the worst part of Wreck-It Ralph is the ending. I think the first, like, three quarters of the film is fantastic, and the ending's fine. Really? I don't remember anything wrong with the ending. I think uh, King Candy turning into a bug was weird. Yeah, I guess I kind of forgot about King Candy turning into a bug. That was a little weird. I can yeah. give you that. Yeah, it so- kind of reminded me of, like, like a, um, 
it chapter two. It was very it chapter Oh yeah, yeah, he did kind of look like it with like the red paint on him and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he did kind of look like that. And whatnot. But Wreck It Ralph did it first, let it be known. Yeah, yeah, we were watching Wreck It Ralph and I looked at the engine and I was like, literally the only reason they had they had him turn into a bug was because they're like, wait, this little bitch would not be able to beat Wreck It Ralph in a fight on his own, so they had to have him turn into this big bug for the epic fight. Like they really wanted the epic fight scene, so they had to turn him into a bug. Yeah, and see that's the thing. I don't like I don't personally feel like you need to have an epic fight scene at the end of a movie to really make it. To make it a great children's movie. You know what I mean? We'll see if Wreck It Ralph 2 holds up in a few hours. I guess you guys would find out my thoughts on that film in a few weeks. Uh, I'm not I'm not holding my breath. I don't think I'm gonna love it, but we'll see. I'm gonna watch it with a bunch I'm of hopefully friends. I'll be able to rewatch Wreck It Ralph 2 before or Ralph Breaks in or whatever you want to call it before. Before we rank it. Yeah. I feel like I should rewatch that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to rewatch all the ones I haven't seen in the last year. Just kind of yeah, I'm trying to watch that one and like all like the early 2000s stuff. I already watched like Brother Bear and Atlantis. I got to get to a uh, for sure Chicken Little, Home on a Range, Dinosaur. <laughs> we're the opposite. I just all the ones you said you haven't watched were the ones I have, and the ones you said you have watched I haven't seen yet. So I haven't seen Atlantis or what was the other one you said? Uh, I said Brother Bear. Bear. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Okay, but Quinn. Okay, actually, I want to talk to you about some of Brother Bear. All right. Okay. Um, and I guess spoilers if people haven't seen Brother Bear, or not even really. But like, from your memory, right? You, you watched Brother Bear, we watched it together when we were a kid, right? Okay. We had it on DVD, we watched yeah. it in the car. Um, what do you remember being the absolute best part of Brother Bear? Nothing. No, no, no. But if, if there was one, like, really, really, particularly hilarious part that you remember from that movie. <laughs> like, you say hilarious, so you're really trying to paint the uh, part where they say, I spy or something? Yes, right. So that's like, that was, like, the one part I remember that I really liked right that and the one song bill collins is the soundtrack so the music is actually pretty fantastic in the movie and there's one really great song those are like the only two parts i remember being good the one really great song and the i spy scene right with with the moose do you remember that when they're riding on the back of the mammoth yeah the moose um first and foremost the moose are way funnier than i remember the moose are genuinely hilarious i don't remember them having a thick canadian accent do you yeah yeah i i actually remember a lot about this movie I don't think I remember, like, I don't think I picked up, when I was a kid, I obviously grew up in Canada, so people have a Canadian accent all around me. I don't think I knew that they were being Canadian stereotypes, that they were just thick Canadian accents. Yeah. And it's way funnier once you fucking get it. It's super hilarious. Okay. Um, and so there's a one scene where they, they play I Spy, right? And in the kind of movie, I kept looking forward to that scene. And then the movie ended, and the scene never came. They cut that part out of the Disney Plus version somehow, for some reason. (laughs) It wasn't in the Disney Plus version we watched it on. That's a twist. I looked up online, online, and there's so many other things that are saying, like, Disney Plus, you know, edits, like, F-bombs out of a couple movies. Like, Adventure and Babysitting had an F-bomb in it they got rid of. Or Stitch hides in a a dryer, you know, when he's hiding from from Lilo at one point. They changed that so he hides in, like, a laundry basket because they don't want to promote kids hiding in washer and dryer machines for obvious reasons. So they edit some things out to be more, like, family friendly or more up to the times but i could never find any reason or any sort of saying why or even mentioning that they did cut out the i spy scene from from brother bear that's a hot take i didn't know that i so may, i don't know if maybe me and the three other people i was watching it with somehow just all weren't paying attention for an entire minute and a half scene but that doesn't seem logical or maybe our thing somehow skipped or we hit the fast forward button by an accident and none of us knew it well, hey, i have I... no idea but it wasn't in the movie when I eventually watch it, I'll let you know if I come across that scene. Yeah, the, easily the best scene in the movie, and the, it just wasn't there. I'm like, what? 
Yeah. On this rewatch, I realized that I'm pushing a lot of movies back. I keep I keep going to Disney Plus and I look at the movies of what I got left to watch, and I am literally grasping at straws for what I'm interested in. There, there's a lot of snoozers. Really? Here. But the Lancet of Brothers, see, those were the two that I thought of all like those 2000 Disney movies. With the exception of Emperor's New Groove and Lilo Stitch, I'm not going to rewatch those. I watch those, you know, once every couple of years anyway, so I forget about those movies. But the rest of those early 2000 movies, Meet the Robinsons, Brother Bear, meaning uh, Chicken Little, Dinosaurs. Those, those are the ones I'm like, man, I really don't want to watch Treasure Planet. I really don't want to watch Home in the Range. You know what I mean? Like, Brother Bear is like, yeah, I'll watch Brother Bear. That doesn't seem bad to me. Or Atlantis, that seems alright. Like, Dinosaurs, I'm so not looking forward to watching Dinosaur. That's probably the one in particular I'm dreading. It's a two hours of crappy CGI and a boring ass. And it is line. brutal. It is way worse than I remember. I know it's going to, I, it, Dinosaur is just not, that's the one in particular I'm not looking forward to. Yeah, I'm a Dinosaur hater. Like yeah. Home on the Range strikes, it might be like so bad it might be good or something like that, but Dinosaur I know is just dreadfully yeah. boring. Yeah, I remember I wrote my review for, on Letterboxd for Dinosaur. It was quite a hot take because I was very down on it. I was, I'm a big hater. Yeah, yeah, people defend that movie a lot. I don't understand the reason for it. Neither do I. Neither do I. All right, well, one thing that I'm excited for is tomorrow Criterion has a flash sale. So you you bet it, Tristan. I'll be buying a bunch of Criterions tomorrow. That's what I got to look forward to for this week. Really? Well, if there's any, any decent ones, let me know. Particularly like a super bad Criterion on sale, or uh, or uh, what other good movies? Are? Dark Knight is it Dark Knight Criterion? No, that won't be, that, that won't be a thing. But by flash sale, it's the same. It, we it's there's not new Criterions coming out. Yeah, I know. It's oh. gonna be the same movies. Yeah, it's all the ones that they currently have. They're all fifty percent off. Oh, that's pretty decent. Man. Yeah, so this is the time where if you want to get one, you quickly buy a bunch in bulk before the sale disappears. That's where they get you. That's where they get you. Yeah. I'll get the Breakfast Club, and if I see any good bonus features on it, I'll bring it down or something. I mean, yeah, there's a whole, like, two-hour documentary about it. Yeah, something. yeah, there's, like, a two-hour documentary, two commentaries, a uh, bunch of other stuff, yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, so I'm excited to get that one. I got a f- few others. The last few weeks, I've been watching a lot of Criterion movies because I heard through the grapevines that there's one coming out in a few weeks, and sure enough, it's now tomorrow, so... Nice. Yeah, I was watching a bunch of Criterion movies, seeing if there's any that interest me. But yeah, so it's been Criterion and Disney, a good back and forth between good and bad. There you go. All right, so we can move on to some of the big stories here, Tristan. We can set aside Wreck-It Ralph and Brother Bear, like how those were the two movies we were really focusing on, early 2000s. But we can talk about probably the biggest story, today you've probably heard of this tristan it was all over the place and that's ted cruz oh yeah yeah uh, yeah and it's he hilarious. flew down to mexico yeah i think it was <laughs> yeah it's a wild story i think it's so funny so uh, for those that aren't aware of this crazy story ted cruz who is a political figure in oh my gosh i'm already in texas correct yes yeah he's a texas senator i don't follow politics but yeah he's 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 someone in texas and so texas which knowingly has had a big storm crisis and people have not had access to water and energy and it's been quite a big deal for a couple weeks now or at least a week or two and uh ted cruz uh you know what's a senator got to do baby except go out on a little vacation with his fam to mexico he flew out to Mexico when majority of the state has no power. And they haven't had a power for about a week now. 
in a once-in-a-century snowstorm down there. You know, record lows. Um, and thanks to the uh, the Texan... So the, all like the surrounding states are also obviously going through a, a massive you know, snowstorm that they don't expect now. But Texas has a really weird power system where they're on their own grid. They're the only state in the whole country that has their own just a Texan power grid. Every other state is either on the eastern or the western power grid, but not Texas, baby. They're right in the middle by themselves, the Texan power grid. And so they, when it goes down, it goes down, right? And they can't, they can't bring it back up. They can't get help from other states or whatever. So a, um, And it wasn't equipped for, for record colds. It's really well suited for, for high temperatures and hot, humid, and dry, dry environments. But a, uh, it, it doesn't do well in the cold. And so it shut the bed hard. And so majority of the state has, has had very little, if not no, electricity for, for about a week now. Um, and so, Texas, so the senator, Ted Cruz, decided to go to Cancun, Mexico. With his family. Uh, goes, why would you want to stick it out in the cold when you're the one in charge of it? And all the events that followed every day kind of just got more and more wild and hilarious. He was first saying once the photos of him in the airport leaked, he was saying that he was dropping off his daughters at the airport. He wasn't going, even though the photos was him with a giant suitcase for himself. As far as I know, the story was that he, he was going to go on the airplane with his daughters but then fly back right away because you wouldn't want your daughters to go on the airplane by themselves, right, Quentin? That's true. Sure, the mother was there also, but that's still not enough. You can't let them go on the airplane by themselves. He has to go with them, even though his original ticket was to come back like four or five days later or something like that, right? So that's clear, clear BS, obviously. It's a stupid excuse. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, you could make the excuse, oh, they probably planned this months ago, and you can't really cancel a vacation, right? But... Somebody that was in a group chat with his wife leaked screenshots of their group conversation that this was a last-minute planned vacation with the wife and the family and leaked those all over the internet. So we know that this was planned literally like on the spot in retaliation of this disaster. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, here's the thing. If you're wealthy and you have money, you can get the hell out. Go for it. But if you're the one in charge of you know, the state and looking after people, make sure everyone's safe. And you're the leader of the place. And he's not the governor, but he's a little senator, you know, very high up ranking official. That's when you don't leave. If you're just a rich guy who lives in Texas, get the hell out. Why not? Why wouldn't you? Right. Yeah. But if you're in charge of looking after people, you're in charge of the group, right? You got the captain goes down with the ship. You can't just leave. <laughs> it is hilarious. Honestly, I, I'm not even angry at Ted Cruz. This is just so funny and cartoonish. It, it seems <laughs> you hilarious. Be angry at Ted. Yeah, this is, you're right. He's like a, uh, like a real shitty villain for like an old Disney movie, you know? <laughs> yeah, like it's so overly villainous. It doesn't even seem real. This does not seem like a person. Like it just seems so hilarious mm. to me. I Did you hear about his dog? No, I haven't. I think I missed the dog. He has a dog named Snowflake. It's like a little like toy poodle, I think, right? Or something like that. And he left the dog in the house by itself. In, in record cold, freezing temperatures. Just left the fucking dog. <laughs> Screw it. Yeah, he was like, hey, you know what? The snow outside, Snowflake, and he, he's where he belongs. He just left the dog. <laughs> the dog's surely going to die. It's not, it's not meant to live by itself. It's a freaking, like a little, like, if it was like a husky or something, it'd be fine. A St. Bernard wouldn't have freaking bothered. This is like a little like lap dog, like a like a little toy poodle. It's record freezing temperatures in the house by itself. The picture of the dog in an empty house, like just looking out the door, is so sad yet also kind of funny. Um, it's real. It's it's real. 
real weird to watch. This real whole story out. doesn't seem real to me. It's so wild. Yeah. Like I think yeah. that, like every layer of this is just so funny to me. The fact that somebody in the mom's group chat exposes her, like everybody's so anti Cruz, it's hilarious. Like, do you think that mom yeah. is going to be invited to the next barbecue party that they have at their house? I don't know. Maybe they should be obligated to. It is a senator, you know. It's their senator, right? Like he's, I don't know. Trisha, I'm saying, do you think the Cruz family is now inviting the mom that just leaked the photos that this was a last minute vacation? Uh, I mean, even the group chat, can you really tell who it is? Oh, that's fair. That's a good point. I kind of just assumed that maybe you could tell by which bubbles is f- colored, right? Who said what? That's true. If, if the person leaking this knew what the hell they were doing, they would just block out. Yeah, they would specifically cut. Yeah, they would specifically cut the one person. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I haven't actually looked at the photos, but... Yeah, I, I haven't seen the photo either. I just know of it. Last time that they picked the Republican nominee, obviously, was Donald Trump's one who won it. Ted Cruz was, like, second place. Like, Ted Cruz is way up there, right? Do you think he'll ever run for, for, for office again? Like, obviously, presidency or even just being a senator again? Or do you think this will be the end? It depends. If all, Like, when's the next vote for a senator? Or for office? I think for him, I think he's up in the midterm election. I think 2022. I don't think he was in the end. Okay, never mind. He's only got a year. Uh, I don't know. I was going to say, if he has like two or three years, he'll blow over and people will forget. But, you know, I guess like nine months away, maybe maybe he should just not bother. I think this might still be on top of people's minds. Unless, you know, 2021, if it's anything like 2020, uh, we got a long year ahead of us. So maybe they'll forget by then. That's true. Yeah. It's already been a long, like, what, two months? A lot of people were defending him. I don't, I don't know uh, why people. So people were defending him, saying like, well, he can't do anything. He can't change the weather or whatever, right? But like, he could also help help with supplies and hand supplies and all that, right? And organize, you know, getting more supplies for the state. Um, so today, or just maybe, it was, maybe it was yesterday. I saw it today. It might have happened yesterday when I was working. Uh, they released photos of him now. He's back in Texas and now he's helping out now, right? And there's pictures of him like putting wa- cases of yep. water bottles yep. in, in cars. Have you seen those pictures? Yeah, yeah. This is gonna be the next step of the story. Yeah, and I, I don't know if, I don't know if they're fake. All right, I don't know if they're real. But in the background of these photos, they are in an empty parking lot. There are only like three cars in the parking lot. Those are the three cars we've seen put water bottles in. They're just pictures, not videos or anything. But there is not a speck of snow anywhere in this wide open parking lot. All right, the trees, some of them still have leaves on them. Some of them are completely, you know, leafless. But like. I don't know where in Texas this is, but it does not look like it was that hit hard by the snow. They're all in like light jackets and pants. Like they don't look like they're freezing. They don't look like they're super cold. I don't know if this is fake, but it if it's real, they did a really bad job of making it look real. But if it's fake, you got to think if they, were, if they were to fake this, they would really go out of their way to make it look like it was real. Like the spots the most snow, make everyone bundled up over the top and like parkas and stuff, you know, ridiculously outfits that you probably don't really need to wear in Texas right now, even though it is cold, but like fake parkas in winter. But if you're going to fake it, you go all the way. So it seems too half-assed to be fake, but too pathetic to be real. Yeah, I'm completely with you. It seems like it's fake, but it also seems too fake to be fake. Like, I don't actually know what's real or fake at this point anymore. Who knows with Cruz? Honestly, with all the yeah. stories he's been saying the last week you can't really trust him at this point um you know maybe he's just dropping all this stuff off for his daughters like what he did at the airport i think his daughters are still in mexico i, I, I know i know i'm I was, no, yeah yeah i was just joking i question is his snowflake there tristan did you see the dog 
I, I think the snowflake's still in the house by himself. <laughs> I don't think Ted Cruz went back to his house. <laughs> he's I, never I, went I back know. to the house. Yeah, he, he's not in Mexico. He's probably like in the in between stage in like a nice little warm area, keep it warm for a bit. Yeah, snowflake's dying over there, but at least he's got snowflake. it. Yeah, snowflake is dying. Yeah, the fact that it's snowflake is super ironic too. Yeah, no, the, the name's perfect. Yeah. I, we should do a snowflake watch. Every week we'll update how Snowflake's doing in the cold. Snowflake is doing. Let's save the dog. Yeah, uh, we're, we're definitely Team Snowflake here on this podcast. Yeah, we most definitely support Snowflake. Yeah, but no, I agree. The photos, it's an empty parking lot, so nobody's there. It doesn't look like anybody's there. No press, no civilians, nothing. It's just a hem with a camera guy, not even recording, just taking a few quick photos of him putting water bottles in his truck, so... You know, I don't know. I have no idea what those photos mean, but it is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's Cruz. Hey, you know what? Uh, year 2022, baby. Cruz is back in power. <laughs> He's back, baby. Yeah. He's oh, going to run yeah. for office 2024. Let's go. America is such a shit show. People are going to forget this in a month. Like, so many other things oh, are going to happen. I, I think he's still a great chance of being reelected. I really do. Yeah, uh, he's fine. I don't support it, but I am. Um, yeah, uh, we're not Team Cruz here, but he's, he's, no. he's going to make it through this. He's fine. Snowflake I might not make so. it through, but he will. Yeah, Snowflake might not be around. Yeah. And, hey, you know what? That might be the, the deal breaker here. If, if he can get to the house before Snowflake dies, and Snowflake is all well and good, then you know what? I'll, I would be confident enough to say he's fine. But if he kills his own dog because of this stupid stunt, then I don't know if that's going to last nine months. I think he might be in trouble. Yeah, I mean, I feel like apparently they had like secret servers or something, like someone watching the dog. Uh, <laughs> I'm just laughing at one poor temp working uh, for Ted Cruz, and he has to go on snowflake duty and keep an eye on snowflake while he's out in Mexico. What a job. Yeah, in the middle of a freaking snowstorm. Uh, they're not. They don't have winter tires in the cars or anything. He's gotta drive down there in Ted Cruz's house to look after this damn dog. Yeah, do quick dog duty because Cruz is having a few margaritas, a few Coronas down in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's having a few pina coladas by the beach. Uh, poor temp there has to look after the dog. Yeah, yeah, that makes it even funnier. I'm, I'm Team Snowflake in the temp. Oh yeah, <laughs> let's go for this roof and temp. Yeah, screw Flora and Ulysses, the new Disney Plus show. I'm all here for temp and the snowflake. The snowflake. Yeah, that that, yeah, that should be a Flora show right there. Have you seen that one yet, Quinn? What you've seen, Flora? You've seen Flora and Ulysses? I yet? genuinely have no interest in watching it. I don't think I'll see it. It's about a girl and a squirrel with superpowers. Come on, <laughs> is it any good? Have you seen it? No, I've been working, man. I haven't seen it. Oh, I thought maybe you would have made some time out of your day to watch a squirrel. I, I, you're right. I, I, I might get around to it eventually. I really don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, I just have so of many movies. Of all the announcements that that was probably the one that I cared about the least, <laughs> in all fairness. That or Hawkeye the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably no. Hawkeye the show. I definitely care about Hawkeye the I least. I care more about the squirrel. Flora and Ulysses, yeah, I don't think... The thing is, Tristan, I have so many things to watch. I got so many movies to watch for with all the new stuff coming to disney plus tomorrow that's gonna be huge yes yes a lot of great stuff tomorrow i'm gonna be watching all the planet of the eight movies and maybe yeah i'm excited for all is it all of them like even like the the older stuff all of them that's awesome i actually have the original one 
here on DVD from the library because it's in the top 1,000. So I was actually planning on already watching it this week, and then I realized it was coming on Disney Plus tomorrow, and I was like, oh, I didn't even have to rent this. Yeah, that's that's pretty sweet. So I am excited because I was actually wanting to just watch all of them. Just yeah, because yeah, I really like the new series, so I figured I might as well watch the originals. So I'm, I'm I've only seen like Rise and Dawn. I never actually saw War. It's the worst one. I've seen all three. Uh, War is my least favorite. I I saw the Tim. I've started the Tim Burton one probably five or six times in my life, and I've never made it to the end of it. Yeah, it looks horrible. I've never seen that one. I will watch it though. It is on Disney Plus now. We had it on DVD at one point. Oh, did we? I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the only one that looks good from the old one is the original. Apparently, all of the sequels are horrible, but you know I'm going to watch them all, baby. Oh, of course. Come on. Yeah, and then I might do a ranking with someone, I don't know, of all the Planet of the Eight movies. Why not? Yeah, exactly. Be a nice, easy one to throw on. There's like, what, ten of them, I think? Six originals? Yeah. One to Martin and three remakes? That sounds right. Yeah, ten sounds about right. Yeah, and then I gotta watch all the Disney movies for our ranking. I'm watching all the Hitchcock movies for another ranking. I gotta watch all the Criterion's. I got, I got too many movies to watch, Tristan. To watch, you're watching all the Hitchcock movies. Um, his like top twenty. Oh, that's pathetic. Come on, all or nothing, baby. No half cents. I guess. I guess. But some of them are so obscure, Tristan, from the '40s that, like, I wouldn't even know where to find them. We're watching obscure movies from the '40s with the uh, Disney movies. Yeah, but they're all on Disney Plus. One of them isn't, at least not when I went to go watch it. They might have updated it since they updated Disney Plus pretty recently. Which one isn't on there? Make Mine Music was not on Disney Plus when I went to go watch it. Oh, I think you're right. I don't think I've seen it there. Make Mine Music's not on it, and I don't know why. I haven't been able to figure out why, but it's not on Disney Black Plus. Blue, yeah, I just assumed they were all there. I should quickly see if I can rent it from the library. All right, so another story here, Tristan. I. Probably not as famous as Ted Cruz, definitely not, but one that I think will be equally as invested in, Tristan, is another Karen story here, where we have an older woman who is very upset at a local, I believe it is, Dunkin' Donuts. And so this woman is very upset. There's a video of her yelling at a Dunkin' Donuts employee because she ordered a dozen munchkins and they gave her 12. Oh, And she, in the video, said, are you a fucking idiot? Do you understand English, Dunkin' Donuts employee? A dozen means 50. Oh. Yeah. That's the, so the, a dozen is 50. <laughs> I, How many eggs does a woman eat? Like, she knows why a dozen <laughs> eggs is 50 eggs? Like. Yeah, so she was under the impression that a dozen meant 50, and so she was very upset when she only received 12 munchkins when she specifically paid for 50 of them. And uh, Yeah, you gotta think, like, man, six bucks? Like, not even, like, probably 450. For, for 50 <laughs> munchkins? That's a crazy good yeah, deal. Yeah, she probably saw that board and was like, oh my god. She, like, quickly pulled out her calculator because she couldn't do the math in her head. She was like, that's like... Five cents a munchkin. You can't afford not to. <laughs> this is basically a steal. And then right beside it, it'll probably be like seven bucks for 20. You're like, who the fuck would pay seven bucks yeah. for 20? She's like, like what? Do these people not even know how much of a ripoff that is? This is way better. Like, this is, this is the American education system at work. 
Like, when you first said that she was getting mad, like, because they gave her 12 when she asked for a dozen. If she came at me, like, expecting 13, because 13 is a baker's dozen, yeah. right? Which is another another unit of measurement, right? And it's fairly similar to dozen, baker's dozen, dozen. I'd be like, all right, whatever. That's, you know. But also, who's getting mad because they forgot one one munchkin? You know what I mean? Like, I, no one's going to get that mad. But in all fairness, someone forgot to give me 48 munchkins. And I paid for fit. They, they gave me 48 less than I was asking 38 for. less. I would be mad. I'd be pretty pissed. Yeah, but I at least know what a dozen is. Yeah, which uh, I will say one thing. The one thing in her favor is Dunkin' Donuts. What are you guys doing? Why is it four fifty for a dozen? Why do you not just have it say four fifty for twelve? Like you're you're getting people confused. I think, a, I, I think the real I think dozens like a real bakery term. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's you know, true. I'm trying to get the impression that's more like a you know. Baked in how it's not just frozen and thought out. Yeah, so that's a good you know point. I mean? that's Dunkin' Donuts really wants to seem like they're one of those family bakery places that make you feel at home with the munchkins. But uh, 50, yeah. This woman must think the family and cheaper by the dozen is absolutely crazy with 50 <laughs> Yes. Yeah. yeah, she probably that's hasn't seen the movie. She was like, oh my gosh, 50 kids in one movie? This seems too much. Like, you must be pregnant your entire life to have 50 kids. Like, every time you birth a child, you must immediately get pregnant again. You have 50 kids. Yeah, she must have thought Cheaper by the Dozen was like an, Aven- an Avenger Infinity War level cast of like 50 kids. Well, it is. It's just already it is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, 12 kids. It's yeah. already iconic. Uh, that's, that's a lot of kids, man. It really is. I feel like when I was a kid, I was sleeping on how crazy that premise is. Yeah, look, we grew up with a family of four kids. Not, four is a lot of kids already. They're, they're tripling us, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's right I imagine 50 kids though uh, and to be fair uh, 50 munchkins that's a lot of fucking donuts like I'm sure she could handle it but I don't know if I could oh, I remember they used to have 50 packs of nuggets in the states I saw that's true I, to, to be fair I guess in my in my college days I did have the 40 pack of nuggets before or maybe it was just 20 they have 40 packs of nuggets in Canada I think the most I had was 20 I, I, I think it was 20 so sorry I, I had 20 yeah but in all fairness, like, I could eat way more, like, Timbits, or we have Timbits here, we don't have munchkins, but we got Timbits, or the same thing. Um, I, I could eat, I could eat, uh, for sure, like, 25. You think? I don't know, maybe I've just gone weak, but, like, me and Andrea, we sh- would share, like, a box of 20, and I'd have 10, and I'd be good to go, that'd fill me right up. Yeah, well, like, I, like normally, I wouldn't have Timbits in lieu of a meal, but if I were to eat, like, like, if I were trying to go for the 50, I would have that, obviously, in lieu of a meal. Right. right, so I think I'll be able to eat more. If I'm skipping dinner and I'm just eating Timbits, I feel like I'll be able to eat more Timbits than it on a normal day. That's fair, but I, man, I think when I have 10, it's way too sugary and bready for me. Like, it's, I'm 10's plenty. That's true. Maybe I would be able to eat more Nuggets than I would Timbits. Yeah, I think Nuggets is way more doable. You can change the different sauces to make, to like, make it more doable. Sure, and I prefer, like, I prefer salty things over sweet things. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big, I like cake. I don't dislike cake or anything, but I'm not a big, big cake guy. You know what I mean? I don't but love But you like cake Subway. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> well, and Tristan, um, I, Andrea went to get Subway on her own for, like, the first time in, like, a few weeks or whatever, and she came back, she got herself a tuna one, and she was like, oh, I just saw all the advertisements about uh, their fresh tuna, and I was like, Andrea, you fell for the system. That's not tuna. Yeah. 50 munchkins, though. I don't know, man. Um, well, I'm also assuming she probably bought them for, like, her kid, like, a family. You know what I mean? Like, she probably had a couple kids and whatnot. That's I don't fair. These are just for her. 
<laughs> I, hope I think not. the real the real thing this year. How the hell could someone think that does in his fifties? Yeah, well, that's definitely the big one, and the fact that she was so adamant about it in the video. I love how there's a video for it, and she is just losing it. And then the pe- person recording, she turns around, she's like, "What are you recording?" Uh, she she was not. I gotta watch. I gotta watch this video after this. It sounds interesting. I love freak out videos. Oh no, I love freak out videos too. They they crack me up. Yeah, they're hilarious. Yeah, like that's the thing. The only time you ever use the term dozen, I only ever use the term dozen probably for three different things: eggs, like dozen donuts from Tim Hortons and stuff. You know, donuts you refer or any sort of baked good and cheaper by the dozen. That's really the only time you ever use the term dozen, right? Yeah, I and will. Like, I will say the only thing to her defense is I will say they probably shouldn't have used the word dozen, but uh, that that's the only defense I have for. Like, when this woman buys eggs, it always says dozen eggs on the carton. It never says, like, 12 eggs. It always says dozen eggs. And they open it up, and you can count. There's six and six. There's a dozen eggs in the carton. So I don't know. Maybe this woman doesn't buy eggs. Maybe she buys someone from Costco that have like, 18 or whatever instead of the 12. I don't know. It seems... I don't know how you can screw that up. I don't know how you can live your whole life and not know that a dozen means 12. I'm pretty confident, like, a 10-year-old sister knows that dozen means 12. <laughs> let's call her up. Yeah, let's, let's do, like, a census here. How, mu- how much is a dozen? And yeah, I agree. 98% would say 12. 2% would say 13. Only this one person would think it's 50. It's like, it's not even close. I think I remember back in high school, I used to watch videos online where it'd be one guy would go up to someone and be like, hey, what does KFC stand for? And they go, Kentucky Fried Chicken goes, all right, where, where does it come from? And they go, I don't know. And often the stupid question is, it says Kentucky right fucking in it, right? It comes from Kentucky. Yeah. And they, uh, it's kind of like that. Like, how stupid can you be, right? That's true. Yeah, it's just a moment of, I'm sure she might have known what it was a few weeks ago, and she kind of just had a brain fart. We'll give her the benefit of the doubt. I imagine that's what it was. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, with her attitude. Pro- yeah, eh, maybe not. All right, so we got another story here. I got to tell you, you know, uh, we, we don't talk about Gwyneth Paltrow enough, and we really should. Uh, we oh, really yeah. skipped the vagina-scented candle. We discussed it briefly. I mean, I really want... Those vagina-scented candles are hilarious. Yeah, but we really yada yada over it. That was probably the most, like, the biggest story of the month when it happened. But we really yada yada it over. We, it was like a five-minute segment, and we moved past. I don't think I was here for that. The vagina-scented candle came out like a couple years ago, didn't it? Yeah, it was like a bit over a year ago, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. So we kind of yada yada over that. So I really want to start giving more appreciation to Gwyneth Paltrow. I feel like uh, I'm pro Gwyneth Paltrow, ironically. I think she's great. I feel like I'm mostly anti most of her shit, but uh, we'll see what we're talking about here. Well, to be fair, I I mostly don't actually like her, but I just think she's become such a meme. I love her. And so she has come out to say that she is the one that started the mask-wearing phase. And she said that she was the first person to publicly post a photo of her wearing a mask before right when the pandemic started. And she is now claiming that everyone is not giving her the credit she deserves. And we are all sheep. We all make fun of her for wearing masks or for doing something weird. We all make fun of her candles, but we all buy vagina candles because she made tons of sales. And now apparently when she posted this photo of her wearing a mask, people were all making fun of her for wearing a mask in February, on February 20th, 2020. And now a year later, Everyone's wearing it, and we are all sheep to her lioness. And she is uh, really starting the trend. She's saying that she is a trendsender that no one is appreciating. And I'm with you, Gwyneth. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to agree that she's a trendsetter. I think that's a, uh, but most celebrities, you could argue, are trendsetters. So yeah. That's a, that's a stretch. 
by any means. Uh, did she start with the mask things? I mean, I feel like a lot of Asian tourists have been wearing masks for years, haven't they? I know our grandmother wears masks on airplanes. A lot of people wear masks for all sorts of different things like that. Travel in particular, um, diseases in particular, we have bad air quality. Uh, so they say that she was the first one to ever wear a mask. Her doctors wear masks for, for, for surgeries and whatnot. <laughs> That's true. They say that she was the first one to wear a mask. I think it's a little silly. Um, say she was the first like A-list celebrity to do it, though. There's an argument to me out there, I'm sure. I, That's I fair. don't really follow enough A-list celebrities. That's fair. Yeah, I don't really um, follow celebrities either. In February 20th, say, that no. was very early on in the pandemic. So Yeah, that was very early on. That was before most places got locked down. I think that was probably around the same week my school got shut down, I think. It was end of February yeah. there. And her um, Instagram post with this photo says that she was en route to Paris. So she was flying to Paris. So since she was leaving the States, she was wearing yeah, a mask. Yeah, that's the thing. In, in airplanes, people wear masks for, for years, like for forever now. People have always worn masks on airplanes. Right, but also I'm pretty, uh, I'm not going to make assumptions. Maybe she did fly a plane with other people, but I'm assuming she had her own plane. No, she's probably just first class. I think private, private jets are pretty expensive. Oh, Maybe really? Not. So you're saying, like, you could go on a plane and find a celebrity in first class? I think there's certain, like, like really high-end airlines, okay. aren't there? I think there's, like, not just, like, first class in Air Canada. I think there's high-end airlines. <laughs> I was going to say, hey, I've been to United a few times, Tristan. I have not seen Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, like, United or Delta or whatever. But I think this was definitely, like, middle grounds between normal airlines and like first they and they uh, like like private jets because private jets are real freaking expensive That's i don't know how when the paltrow is well um, apparently she made a lot of money on her vagina scented candles so who knows that's true i think goop is a pretty profitable brand and she's obviously in the marvel, marvel movies which we know they make money off those um but i don't quite know if she's at the point where she can own a private jet or use private jets all the time whenever she flies i don't really know gwyneth paltrow made the statement about how everyone first criticizes her trend setting, and then they all follow her. The culture always adopts with what she's doing. And I guess people just didn't like that. A lot of the people online are angry. They're all Gwyneth haters. They are very upset that she's trying to claim starting all these trends when people were going to be wearing masks no matter what, so she's not a big deal. But uh, no, you guys are wrong. Gwyneth is fantastic. Leave my queen alone. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just messing around, but uh, yeah, she's very proud of the mask wearing. And you know what? Um, good for her. At least she's wearing masks. All right, we can give her this much. That's true. That's true. If she was proud that she's the person keeping the trend going of not wearing masks, this would be a much different story. Yeah, I think we can all say at least she's wearing masks. All right, Tristan, I got. Three stories here left. I think we got time for maybe two. So I'll tell, I'll give you the headlines of three of them and you can let me know which one you want to cut. So I'm mostly doing this tonning cheek because I know which one you're going to cut. All right. So there is the Arby's Meat Mountain Sandwich. There is Kim and Kanye getting a divorce. And there is cornflakes with cocaine in them. No, well, obviously Kim Connor getting divorced. So I got cut. <laughs> yeah, look, there's really not much to say there. Like, they're getting a divorce. Like, I know, I know. I'm, I'm just kidding. I just want to quickly throw that out there. Like, uh, yeah, that's, that, nah. that's a thing. We don't really care. Honestly, just... honestly, they they stayed married for I think way longer than anyone expected. Yeah. Um they got a couple kids. You Good know, for them. they seem to be divorcing on at least decent terms. It's not like it doesn't seem like they're slandering one. Honestly, another I will say, I really thought I always predicted they would get a divorce, and I always thought it was going to be a, a hot mess. 
this is not a hot mess. They're doing this very cool. No. Yeah, it seems pretty pretty professional, pretty pretty chivalrous. Yeah. You know, nothing too crazy. All right, let's get to the good stuff, baby. Yeah, let's talk about this Arby's Meat Mountain. I think, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, think I, I think I know about this. I felt like the picture of a really shitty Meat Mountain. Is that what oh, it is, it is horrible looking. I've Obviously, I think both of us come out to say that Arby's just looks like the worst thing ever. Nobody likes Arby's. Look, I have been convinced. I don't know if I talked. To, I don't know if I've talked about this on the, on the podcast here before, Quentin. Though you mentioned it but once, but we're we're talking about Arby's. We can bring it up again. For years now, I am convinced Arby's is a loitering scheme. There is no way Arby's is actually making money. It's easily a money laundering scheme for some drug cartel or some you know other sort of nefarious criminal ring, just just to loiter money through. There's no way they're actually making money as a profitable fast food franchise. I have never seen any more than like one car in the Arby's parking lot, and that's the car I assume belongs to the guy in the back cooking the food. There is never anybody there. No one eats Arby's. I've gone out with my friends and eaten at many fast food places all the time. I am a young adult with friends that like to go and get fast food all the time. Never once in my life has any of my friends go, let's go to Arby's today for lunch. Never. We go to all the fast food places you can think of, but never Arby's. I've never met anyone who likes Arby's. I've never seen anyone eat an Arby's sandwich. I do not believe Arby's is making any money. It is easily a money laundering scheme, and I refuse to believe otherwise. Have you been to Arby's before, Tris? I've been to Arby's twice in my life, both in high school. Oh, I went there twice as well. Yeah, and both times. They were uh, wild experiences. The first time was I was on like a first date with a girl, and she was like, oh, let's go to Arby's. And I think I knew right then and there this was not going to last. Last date, not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> I, I could imagine dating somebody that wants to go to Arby's as their first date of choice. So that didn't last very long. And then the second time I went, they had like a coupon for like, two of their brand new burger kind of like the arby's meat mountain sandwich uh for the price of one and i was like oh shit uh this looks kind of interesting i might as well get two for the price of one and he's like app it was absolute shit i it might have been one of the worst sandwiches i've ever had i still remember eating that like the taste of it is scarring it was horrible i had one of them and it was so bad i threw the other one out i couldn't have it it was horrible really see i'm gonna be honest the two times i went there i didn't hate it I went there one time in high school and got like, I don't know, so like a, like a sandwich that you dip in like a sauce that's on the side sort of thing, which was kind of weird, but kind of cool. But then the other time I went, it was me and our two younger siblings and our mom. We were out shopping at like outlet malls in the States and our mom gave us money to go, go to the food court and buy some lunch for the three of us, right? And so we went there and they had your normal food court offerings and they had Arby's. No one was in line, of course. All the other places had great big lineups. No one in line at Arby's. I don't really want to wait in line. I'm like, well, let's see what Arby's has. And it was during what they call happy hours, like between like noon and three or whatever. And they had like all different burgers and milkshakes and stuff for all for a dollar. All three of us got like two burgers, fries and milkshakes, all for like under eight bucks. I don't know. Like, it was all exceptionally cheap. And it wasn't bad. They were, they were, we got the chicken burgers though. So they're just, you know, like, like basically like junior chickens. Yeah. Um, so they weren't like the, the beef or whatever. They're pretty good. You know, curly fries and milkshakes and junior chickens essentially for like eight bucks or something like that. It was wild. It was super, it was dirt fucking cheap. Which once again proves my point. There's no way they're making money. Yeah. That is not a profitable business. If you can get like three whole ass meals for under 10 bucks. Well, well, it's also the States. You went to the States, right? Yeah. And it was for like a lunch special. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's just the things. States thing. I remember when I went down to visit Andrew back when she lived in the States and 
It was a fun little game where I walked in with a $10 bill, a crisp 10 Americano dollars, fed both of us for the entire day for lunch, dinner, and like a little midnight snack. Like it was insane how much food it comes yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Fast food is absolutely dirt cheap in the States. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just like the States being the States. But, and, and to be fair, when I was saying Arby's sucked ass, the second time those two shitty new burgers they had sucked ass. When I went, when I went on that date, I had like a Canadian Arby's burger. It was like the Canadian. It was pretty good, yeah, actually. Yeah. I liked it. That's fair. So I don't, yeah, that one burger has just been really yeah. shitty. Yeah, I'm not an Arby's hater, but yeah, it was this uh, new burger with like fries in it. And I was like, oh, that might sound good. But when I had it, it was like soaked, soggy fry. Oh, it was horrible. It was... The, the curly fries aren't terrible. It's monstrous. Curly fries have their appeal. All right, so this Arby's Meat Mountain Sandwich. Yeah, I've seen the photos, Tristan. It's hilarious how the promo photos look beautiful. And then the ones where people have been buying it looks absolutely horrifying. But they, yeah. I, I'm curious as to the price of this because I don't know how they're going to be making money off of this. Because Tristan, these are all the meats that are contained in this one burger. Two chicken tenders, slices of roast turkey, pit smoked ham, corned beef, 13-hour smoked brisket, USDA choice Ingus steak, roast beef, and bacon. Is that? Is there anything else on the burger? Sauce, at least, right? Some sort of sauce? No, just two, che- uh, two slices of cheese, cheddar and Swiss. So I've heard of this before, and this is this is, as far as I'm aware, this isn't like an official menu item, right? This is kind of like like a gangbang, but of Arby's, right? Where it's basically every meat on the sandwich, um, that they have in the back. Yeah, it's kind of I believe, yeah, it's not an actual menu item. It's just they have announced that you can now go to an Arby's location and say you want the Arby's meat mountain, and they'll make it for you. Yeah, I think it's basically just like a heart attack between buns. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, and obviously this is going to be disgusting. There's no way in my mind that that's going to be like, I don't like burgers that are like way too, I like a nice meat to bun to condiment ratio. All right. I know it's like a joke or whatever, but like, like I don't like ones that are just meat or just bread or whatever. You got to have toppings and sauce and all kinds of stuff in there too. So this sounds disgusting to me. And I'm not surprised that when you got, you know, minimum wage employee in the back, just throwing all this fucking meat on a bun and squishing it and wrapping up, it's, it looks disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. It lo- looks horrifying. And I'm with you. I'm more of a condiment guy. I like the sauces. I'm a saucy kind of guy. Like the double quarter pounder from McDonald's. I think that's disgusting. That's too much meat. I like the the Big Mac is too much bread. (laughs) Hey, that's fair. That's good. Actually, I'm I'm still a Big Mac guy, but I agree. I don't have it as much. Yeah. We're like a regular quarter pounder or a Whopper, I think, has a great bun to meat to condiment ratio. You know, the amount of lettuce and onions. I don't like tomatoes, but if you have tomatoes on there, I think it's probably even better ratio. The pickles and everything. You know, I mean, that's a good toppings and meat and bun ratio. This sounds terrible to me. Yeah, it, this doesn't sound good at all. It doesn't even sound like something that'd be fun to try and have a photo of it for like a meme. It just looks horrible. It doesn't even look fun. Yeah, this isn't like that one uh, Wendy's. I believe it's in Drumheller in, in Alberta. There only only Wendy's in the world that has this. It's called like the Dino Burger, and I think it's like fifteen meat patties and just like this ridiculous stack of meat and bacon in between buns and it looks ridiculous that's just kind of like a, like a joke right like it, yeah. it's so silly and stupid you only get like the one place anyways yeah this doesn't seem as fun as that that seems that seems pretty fun yeah and plus it says dino burger that sounds way better than meat mountain tristan <laughs> let's go on like level of like names here meat mountain what do you think is of that? Meat mountain the worst burger name ever <laughs> it might be it's it's freaking weird that's a t- it's a terrible name it really is should that be 
like the name of one of the burger stops at Magic Kingdom, since they got like Splash Mountain and Space Mountain. Should they have Meat Mountain as like a food section? That's where you get those giant turkey legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meat Mountain. Meat Mountain. It could also sound maybe like a gay porno. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It definitely sounds like a porn porn star's name. Honestly, that that could be well, a porn star. Like a porn star himself, you know? Yeah, exactly. Meat Mountain. Yeah. All right. Quickly go over the cornflakes here. I don't actually know too much about this. I just saw the title and decided we might check it out here. But the feds seized $2.82 million worth of cocaine found in Frosted Flakes. Okay, so like I'm going to see these that are just like box of Frosted Flakes with bags of cocaine inside of them, right? Like, like you open up the Frosted Flakes and you move all the flakes around in the middle, you can find like a bag of cocaine. Or is this like actual just Frosted Flakes that they sprinkled cocaine on? Okay, so it did sound like there was a shipment of 44 pounds of cocaine-coated cornflakes, and they noted that there was, and then they noted that the boxes looked suspicious, so they opened one of the boxes, took the cornflakes out, and the frosting, quote-unquote, the white powder on the flakes, wasn't frosting, but it was actually cocaine. Well, the cornflakes don't have any frosting on them, right? Frosted flakes are just frosting. Yeah, you, maybe they should have done it with a box of frosted flakes. They would have gotten a much better chance of this. And my my other question, like when they finally get to the person who's trying to buy them, like are they just going to sell it to like 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 cokeheads as like, hey, just eat a bowl of of of, of cornflakes and get high? Like like is that the is that the, the the preferred way of consuming coke? Maybe this is just a new method, Tristan. Uh, the feds they're more onto this kind of stuff. So what's the most conspicuous way of bringing it over in boxes of flakes? And then once you get there, they kind of shake it out and the they can have the, it probably was separated. Maybe this is just how they do it nowadays, baby. Yeah, I, I don't know enough about Coke, but this doesn't seem <laughs> the most efficient one to do it. Yeah, and I feel like you would still get cereal flakes transferring through. Like, I feel like you're not going to be getting pure cocaine, so I don't really know how effective this is. Yeah, I have no idea how effective this would be. Yeah. This doesn't seem effective to me at all. It must be effective, because this, they said that the, it was $2.82 million worth of cocaine. Like, this wasn't just, like, a yeah, test. Yeah, that's only, like, a gram and a half of cocaine. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I guess this was just the test subject for cocaine. Maybe they well, were just... Well, I, all the last thing I would have had a better way of doing it. Yeah, maybe the dealers out there, Tristan, they probably laid out a bunch of options. They probably had plan A, B, C, D, and E, and they went up to their younger brother, and they're like, all right pick a file we're gonna go with that plan they and they picked plan d let's go or plan c for cereal and uh they probably went to the drawing board and they went all right plan c we gotta put these bad boys in some corn flakes and ship these off and see if we can get away with it and even though they didn't now they can move on to like plan b or e at this point what what's the next best method to bring cocaine across the border i know all right you want to put the cocaine in little doggy bags, all right? Like, like little, like, you know, like, like eight ball eggs that they use. Then, since you already own an entire franchise of fast food restaurants known as Arby's, you sell a really shitty burger called Meat Mountain that no one's going to buy, but it's absolutely massive. And you stick them in the middle of them. And then, when someone goes up and orders the Meat Mountain, because only cokeheads would do such a thing, you stick the bag in the middle, you sell it to them for like a hundred bucks, because it's such a big burger, it's got to cost that much, right? But a big, right. but a boom, Coke goes to the Coke head, no one knows the difference, money's already in your money laundering scheme, and you're making bank. 
I got I got something better for you, Tristan. All right, I just thought of this now. Okay. All right, Two words. Ted Cruz. Oh. Mike Drop. That's why he was going to Mexico. That's why he was going to Mexico. He knew the flake scheme was not going to work. He said, fuck it. Screw plan C. We're going to plan B. And that's me going to the borders, baby. I'm going to bring this Coke over. Now we know the real reason why he named his dog Snowflake. <laughs> it doesn't snow in Texas. <laughs> yeah, there's no snow in Texas. They weren't expecting this giant snowfall. There's a real method to this. Yeah, and that, and he was truly just going to drop the daughters off, pick up the cocaine, and come back. Exactly. He, didn't he think... needed to book the tickets for four days later to make it seem like he was going to stay. Yep, this was all planned. He didn't think people would notice. He thought he could quickly come back. Nobody would have realized that he left, and uh, he would have just been stuck in the snow. They would have never suspected. And those water bottles he was putting in a, in a suspicious car <laughs> in an empty parking lot that no one was around in, you think that was water? Come on. Maybe they, they took those photos months in advance. So when they asked him, oh, wait, were, was that you in Mexico, Ted? Like, were you just with this drug dealer we saw in a corner? He'd be like, no, I, I just put water in my car. Here's some photos I had. Like, he probably pre-planned these photos. That's why there wasn't snow there. It's supposed yeah, to be his, like, chess with us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ted Cruz knew this cornflakes wasn't going to last, and that's why he jumped to the rescue here. He he did not think, honestly, if they didn't catch footage of him on the way to the airport, he would have gotten away with it. He would have gotten away with it. It wasn't those dang kids and their iPhones. And that dumb dog snowflake. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we got it. I think you're right. It might, it's either Arby's or Ted Cruz. I think that's going to be the next phase for these drug dealers. All right, well, that's everything on my interest. Anything else you got to say today before we wrap it up? No. No, nothing else? That's it for me, man. This is the last time, Tristan, you're going to be talking to somebody who has a couple hundred bucks left in his wallet because it's all going to be gone tomorrow when Criterion opens up. Yep. But yeah, I will talk to you guys later. Uh, We'll talk to you next week, Tristan, when we discuss the Golden Globe winners. Do you got any wild win predictions here? Um... Do you think Hamilton's going to win Best Musical and Comedy? It's fucking better. <laughs> I've heard a few people throw that out. I, it's wild to me. I really think it's Borat too, but uh, it, it's possible. Hamilton's the better movie. Uh, I agree. I agree, actually. I'm not a big Borat 2 fan. Now, honestly, of the five nominations, I haven't seen Prom, but I have seen music. Uh, I can definitely say Hamilton 2, or <laughs> the first one. I don't know if there's a sequel to Hamilton, but the original Hamilton is the best film of the five nominations. The prom is not very good. Trust me, prom, prom is going to change your mind. <laughs> you don't think it's going to be a game changer? I, I, James, I, I still think it's pathetic that James Corden was nominated. Want to hear my hot take, Tristan? What? I think Promising a Woman is going to win Best Picture for Drama. Oh, I hope so. I think the Globes is high on Promising Young Woman. I don't think it's going to do well in the actual Oscars, but I think... It's going to have a good time in Globes. I hope so. Yeah, I hope it gets some love. It's not going to get much from the Oscars. I hope it gets some from the Oscars. <laughs> hey, I'm with you too. Screw you and your pessimistic attitude. <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah.